0: up everyone we got another edition of out in the fields and we have a lot to talk about today yankees get a big win against minnesota what else is new something like 122 and 39 against them or like 119 a crazy number since like 2002 how much the yankees have dominated the twins the twins are exactly what the yankees need to get right now can they continue this job and get it done the next three games maybe two at least to get three or four now the problem is as i recorded this today on tuesday we have some rain in the forecast, and it's not looking great for tonight. So are we getting a forced doubleheader tomorrow? I don't know, and you know how the rest, if we complain about the rest now, we always know how bad it's a doubleheader. Although, on the bright side, the kids will play. You think Florio will get a start, pros will get a start. But let's go to a couple things here. We're going to go over the game yesterday. Aaron Judge's chase for Roger Maris's record is at the top of my mind right now. He's eight away from breaking it, which is crazy. Yesterday, I was out there with some friends. I saw number 54. We got some nice video on grunk baseball as well. It's um, really cool to see him do this. Even as bad as this Yankees team has been, he's been carrying them. And now we're going to transition to this Otani and Judge debate in a little bit. But for now, I want to recap the game, uh, where the Yankees stand with everything that's taking place and how things can look going forward and how are some guys progressing with their injury returns. We're going to do it all. So yesterday, the Yankees, get it going. Aaron Judge, he makes the difference again yesterday. 2-2 tie after Sanchez gets him with a homer. Of course, you knew that was bound to happen sooner or later. Tying was okay. He lasted five, got lit up in the fifth, uh, gave up like four hits, but he... Gave them a shot to win, which is all you could ask for, had the fourth or fifth starter at this point. And it was good enough, obviously, because they only end up scoring those two runs. Weiser was really good yesterday, ending in a third with a few Ks. Um, Wandi Peralta was liked out, and you had Clay Holmes redeem himself. But for Aaron Judge, the stadium was. Electric when he hit that home run. Everyone's going nuts. MVP chance for wild. And this is his race to lose for sure. Number 54. He's not only doing that, he's also running down a triple crown. Right now, his batting average is 305, 302 range. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that he ends up getting it. He's in fifth, and the leader as of yesterday, when I checked, I believe it was a 317, might have been Arias, but obviously he went down But yeah, judge 302, of course. Um, but RBI, he has a little substantial lead, I would say. He's really building that up, 117 it's 11 off Jose Ramirez. Home runs, forget about it. Someone was saying that he has more than 50% of everyone else's home So let's say Schwarber has like 35, whatever his number is, which I'll get in a second. You divide that by two and you add that, and Aaron Judge still has more home runs than that. That's what that means. Yep, 36, 18, 54, exactly now. Wow, that is crazy right there. But I'm saying this. I mean, he's having a record-breaking season. We're seeing something we haven't seen since Roger Maris. I say that because we know in Bonzo, so and McGuire we're using steroids. If you want to acknowledge them put them in the Hall of Fame, I have no problem. But um, this is for a clean purpose of this record, Aaron Judge will be the clean holder. But, yes, I'm going to say the real record, obviously, is 73. That's what's in the books. There's no asterisk in. If you want to put one in your head mentally, who am I to stop you? I mean, I kind of am doing it too. But at the end of the day, it won't be recognized by Major League Baseball as the real record. That's what we need to realize here. But it's very likely it's going to get the American League record. Well, if it happens, it does, obviously. But And you get the Yankee record. He tied Alex Rodriguez yesterday with 54, the most ever for a right-handed batter in the Yankee uniform. So he's going to pass that pretty soon. And then he's going to make that march towards 60. Now, I'm telling everyone now. I my number for his home run tracker, I'm gonna say we go for like 64, 65, 63, worst case, I feel like, because he's on pace right now. Obviously, he's one ahead of Maris's pace through 135 games. So he's he could do it. But what I'm saying is that there's gonna be a low period when it gets close to that high 50s, that low 60s, he's gonna struggle. People aren't gonna want to give it up. He's gonna be pressing for it. He's going to say 60s on his mind, but that's going to be huge. It's going to be asked about every single media question that he goes in there for. It's going to be on everyone's mind. It's going to be a, a global thing right now as he tries to chase down this record that Roger Maris set over 60 years ago. And he could possibly do it at the Yankee Stadium in that Baltimore series. If he gets really hot, then maybe against the Red Sox or Pirates in the 20 ranges a month. But um, it's just absolutely crazy that we're about to witness history here and people want to say Otani's the MVP. I mean, Otani's a great pitcher, phenomenal hitter, also. But even when they decide this MVP award, more times than not, it's used by Warren. Judge is like one ahead of him. Judge is like right around nine. Otani's like in the low eight range, I think. So without even that, because I don't need to use that to judge this season, because Ohtani won the MVP last year. He deserves every bit of it. And you could honestly, if Judge wasn't having this season, he would win it again. But I can't let Ohtani win this award when the Angels are irrelevant. Aaron Judge is holding this Yankees team together. Literally no one else is hitting. He scores all the runs in the Sampa Bay series, essentially. Only reason they even don't get swept is Aaron Judge. So he's really keeping them in. No one else has been hitting. It's been like three or four weeks stretch of like basically just him hitting. Jean Carlos goes down again yesterday. Who knows what's going to happen with that? He fell the ball off his foot. Um, maybe he wasn't 100% to begin with, although the swings were finally coming around yesterday. That's why I'm so frustrated. He hit the ball hard twice, over 100 miles an hour. But he goes down. Um, in 10, he breaks like, some sort of bone in his hand and attaches the wrist. Uh, but they say he might be back before he ends the year. I don't know about that. I think that's optimistic. We'll see. Good news on Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader might be stepping into our area in Somerset in the 13th. So if that happens, I'll have full coverage. I will get to whatever I can to get an interview clip of his. And I can't wait to see. That's going to be electric if that happens. I think it's looking like it will. So I'm really excited about that. And I can't wait to see what ends up happening with his rehab down there. Uh, Luis Severino, I think going to miss by a touch. They're on the road going to Hartford this week. Uh, he will be back soon. Nestor Cortez may be making a start in the Tampa Bay series, I think, potentially. Uh, he's going to ev- avoid more time in the IL. He'll be ready to go whenever his 10 is up. So uh, they're saying I think Tampa Bay is possible. Right. And Ed Frost started throwing a little bit, but I think he's far behind. I don't know like, when his return is. Zach Britton still chucking in Tampa. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to want to get him up to Hudson soon at least, and maybe Somerset at some point, but I don't know how long I'm going to go with his progression, and that's going to be something to watch too because his bullpen's starting to get a little bit better, but we're still kind of lacking the closer. I mean, Clay Holmes held it down yesterday, but the day before was an absolute nightmare. He got very lucky to save that game in Tampa Bay, and the Yankees are still only five games up. This race is not over yet. but uh, They came back against Boston yesterday to keep pace, I think they'll probably play tonight. Obviously, they're in the trop, so they'll be good no matter what weather hinders the area. Yankees, not so much, unfortunately. But we look at what Aaron Judge has done. He's playing elite baseball on both ends of the field. He's playing a position he hasn't even fully played before. And they're talking about bringing Maris's family to the stadium when the Yankees um, play for that record and everything, and Judge. But... That's not actually the Yankees, but it's uh, people on Twitter. And I think that it's a very good idea. I can see them doing it. They were asked about Aaron Judge and they said they really liked it, like his play and that, that's the type of person they want to break their father's record. And they would acknowledge that more than steroid records and Maguire, Sosa, and now Bonds. But I think that um that would be an awesome moment at the stadium. And I, mean, I want to see him do it at home. If he doesn't on the road, it won't be a special, obviously. But regardless, it's gonna be a great moment. It seems almost inevitable at this point, but like I said, I'm not putting caution here because it's going to get that heat is going to get hot. When you get to that 58 to like 60 range, it is going to be high pressure all the time. Not that he can't handle that, but it's going to be brutal. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough climb. If he could break through that, then yeah, this guy's just going to hit 65 bombs. So it's going to be, could he tie Sosa's mark at 66, I'm wondering. I feel like that's the ceiling. Like maybe he ties Sammy Sosa at 66, but um who knows? It's we still got a long way to go. Today was supposed to be Cole versus Joe Ryan. I know tom- Wednesday, they had it to be determined for one of them. Like I know Domingo Herman's pitching in this series for sure. I think he may be getting another Wednesday, potentially. I was checking this out yesterday, so. Bear with me for a minute here. I know. Um, yeah, there's the main goal. And then they're pitching some guy named Louis Barlin, who oh, I don't know at all. And then Thursday, they're going to go with Sonny Gray. I know that. And the Yankees are to be determined. Maybe Nestor comes back then. Maybe it's Clark Schmidt. So that's looking good. I like that. I think the Yankees can take some pride and, and hopefully do what they got to do against Minnesota continue to get the job done. Five runs in the most in a little bit now. I.K.F. gets a second homer, despite how upset I am with Barraza not playing still. Uh, I still think Barraza should play, and I would like I.K.F. at third and Donaldson to be on the bench. Um, Donaldson was really good yesterday, though. I got to give it to him, even though he got hosed at second base. Got on a few times and he did have an error, but he overall was a good factor. He got the first run. Of the game and he kind of got everyone going, so I'll give him that. He played well, but we need to see it more consistently. And they still want to try to force him in there because he's making 25 million or whatever he's owed. So they're trying to justify the move, but it's hurting sometimes. These kids are ready to go. As well, so it has been great in right field. Man, another great play yesterday. He holds the runner at second base. This kid for barely playing outfields like he's played there for a while. I uh, got to give him credit for it on the fly. I know his brother helped. I posted that clip with Dan Fiorito, the manager of the Patriots. He spoke about it. So it's just cool to see the progression of all these guys. Now, speaking of progression, news and things that happen. All right, here we go. Andy Bowlby and Peraza. So this is the story. I'll tell them quick without getting into too many details. So we will get me in trouble here. So. When I go up to Hudson last week, it's uh, I interviewed Sweeney. You guys can see that. It's out right now, out in the field. YouTube, Twitter, it's on there too. And I am also have an interview dropping with Anthony Siegel, the catcher. But before we get to those, which are going to be in the back burner for now, the bigger story was Peraza getting called to the majors this day. Guy in Hudson's like, oh, I think it's happening. Like there was tweets going around. And speculation was high. He just in a home run. We were begging for it. We were asking for it. And we finally get rewarded. But then they do it wrong. sitting him two out of four games already. He's got to play all the time. They're going to do this. All the other teams are calling up their top guys and putting them in there. We look with Gunnar Henderson, Corbin Carroll, um, Kyle Kausner, like so many guys, Colin Kausner, but so many guys that um that are going right in there. Brett Beatty before he got injured. Um, there's a lot of other examples of this. Kristen Costas now, but it's um it's something the Yankees need to get better at and Florio, I know, is not the greatest, and I'm not the biggest fan personally, but I would like to see him get a bass instead of Tim McCastro. I think that's reasonable. That's not setting a good precedent for Florio. Tim McCastro is a pinch runner and can't hit anything, really, so Florio has more potential than that, but I don't think it's ever going to get recognized for the Yanks. They don't really seem to be into him, but he's been doing the AAA. He's got to do it more in the majors, but he also needs more chances, and that has not been happening. So for i'd like to see him there more that mix, i said I K third's third awesome bench dj at first has been a little rough too and marwin played well yesterday he had a homer as well so that was good to see um but dj i would sit him down a little longer he's really not right he isn't going extra base hit in around 20 games or so now he's just not lifting the ball at all his toe is really bothering him he can't get the right pivot as paul neil was saying so the Yankees are not out of the woods at all for the AOC It is not over yet. They have 26 games left, 27. So they got to get it together. It's 27, so they need to get it together. They got to see what's going on to hold it down and everything. But if they don't, then it's going to be an epic collapse, and that's something that Boone needs to be a consequence for. Even you got to think about Cashman, too, at that rate. But that's not going to happen, probably. They're not going to go that route. I think they're going to hang up hanging on to this division. I think that they're going to hang tight. It's going to be a little bit interesting, but they'll get it done. And then maybe he'll set up that day with the Astros. And at that point, I can't say I have that much confidence right now based on what I've seen. Can Matt a returning. He's supposed to get an x-ray possibly today. So that is definitely something to look at. And... That's what I would do if I was the um, Yankees. I would just do what you can. Rizzo might be back soon, too. So many injury variables. Now you got to see what's saying again. But you got to give Flo a shot and play Peraza more. That's it. We want to see these dudes play, see what they have. You got to know what you have at this point. Parazza, you brought him up, use him. Foreal's been in and out, and he's been injured a little bit, but he is getting older now. He's from 24 to 25. So you got to um, see what he is to see if he can be useful on the Major League roster. If not, you have to train for whatever value you can get. But hold on a minute. we break. So the so Seagull interview was cool. I have a nice story I'm going to do it tomorrow, potentially, or uh, at least drop the video and maybe write the story this week. I'm feeling that one, um, Trey Sweeney was a little bit interesting, kind of under the radar. Dude didn't really love them being questioned too much. Just didn't seem like Siegel was much more open and willing to talk. But got what I could from both of them, and I think it was very good content. And hope everyone enjoys that. And. Um, Where is MVP? Let's take a deeper look at the numbers here, because this is what the show is going to really be about. And then I'll take a look at the rest of the week and see how I see this playing. Also, Dylan Cease almost threw a no-hitter; that was crazy. I think he's solidifying his case for the AL Cy Young potentially. So that's fun. But let's see. Oh, I know what to do here. But Judge is just going off like fifty-four home runs. 117 ribbies 302 average he's having an around07 type season but if he was in the way the yankees collapsed it's not a good way that you um excuse judge here or go against him because he held them afloat it could have been worse that's what i was saying like he would have scored all the runs the road numbers it's like all him like he has more than half the runs like all the home runs basically like it's crazy Yes, WAR is basically nine right now. Swagging is close to 1,100. WRC is 200. It's on base is 403. How can you deny this because of Otani right now? You just can't do that. And he's playing good defense and right and center when he's needed. So that's something that holds weight to me. And I knew a good Otani. So so good show, hey. His hitting Wars is 3.5. Um, that's like, in his pitching some more. He's actually been a better pitcher this year, which is crazy, but 32 bombs on base 360, and his OPS is around like 950-ish range, a little bit lower, I think. So, that's what ends up putting, that's where he ends up, and now I look at the pitching numbers, too. I will be fully fair on this here, so he's got Trying to switch over to his pitching. Yeah, we're going to do that now. So the pitching for Otani has been this year. It's been as good as ever, I shall say. So that's what I would say with Otani. His numbers have been lights out. And do you have a case for a Cy Young? No, no, he is not. He's not the top hitter. He's not the top pitcher. But he's very close to the top in both categories. But like I was saying before, the significant goal Historically, what Judge is doing is higher now because we saw Tanya do this already. So, that's – I'm still going to stick on Judge train for sure. The game yesterday was fun. Um, 136 innings, 181 Ks, and 2.580 already with a 2.54 fifth. Okay, I mean, that's a very good season amount. I'm not disputing that, but – Again, the Angels in this argument of them not winning, the best player and all that, you can't, it's like two different awards, like best player and MVP, but Judge's war is still higher, so it has to be out of Judge, and just, just like the stakes, you know, it's easier for Otani it is, like we're not going to say it is I mean, to do both is not, but the environment he's in is much less pressure packed, and we know that for sure So let me look at this playoff picture quick, and then we'll get going, I have one surprise I'd like to mention as well, so Let's see these standings. The Mets and Braves, one game. Mets better look out behind them. It's coming quick. Guardians and Twins are fighting, and the White Sox all within two games. Guardians and first. Uh, the Twins are trying to fight through the Yankees, which they don't do a good job of historically. Um, Houston's taking over that division. The wild card is wire to wire. Baltimore is fading a touch of 4.5 out. Mariners, Blue Jays, Rays are your three wild cards. Now, on know Central, the Cardinals have basically wrapped it up with 7.5. Dodgers obviously have wrapped it up over the Padres. So you're going to look at the wild card now. And for the wild card in the National League, you're looking at the Braves 100% in there, basically. Phillies and Padres, Brewers two back. I think those three teams remain the same. And I think that's how it's going to be in both wild card formats, honestly. That's how I'm looking at it. So that's going to be fun. So surprises. Stories coming, like I said. I'm also going to be getting my TikTok going with a little help. And it's gonna be out in the field one for all the TikTok and I'm excited to get that going, do more podcasts and everything. It's been very busy lately, but I thank everyone that's still by me and helped me along the way. I really appreciate all my listeners.